Hello and welcome to I'm Not Doing This Without Alcohol. My name's Denise Ferguson from Vine Surveys and today I'm here with Becky Went. Hello Becky, how are you? I'm good, thank you. How's you? Yes, not too bad, not too bad. So what's your business called and what do you do? Um, Well, my business is called Rebecca Went weird that um <laughs> original am, as always I know it took me a long time to come up with that one um I am a freelance copywriter but um I specifically work with the wellness industry and also some food brands like startup food brands ah what nutshell. sort of what sort of brands are you working with in a minute or can you tell us yeah, I can tell you. So I work with um, Dr. Wills, who are um, a like a natural condiment company. So they make ketchups, um, barbecue sauce, mayo, things like that. But it's all natural ingredients and zero refined sugar. Um, yeah, so it's a healthy ketchup, basically. Um, oh. So I'm working with them at the moment. And, Does it taste um, better? Because I find ketchup really sweet. Oh my god yeah well this is the whole thing so Heinz ketchup has got like 19 sugar cubes or something a bottle which is insane <laughs> it's eating the stuff um but uh yeah so there's is just sweetened with dates so it tastes really nice it's like a lot thicker it's like a lot thicker sauce but it's really I I much prefer it's like you I'm not big on the sugar front like this too sweet so um yeah, it does taste good, but then I would say that I'm on a podcast, right? Yeah, and if you didn't say it, then your client yeah. might go, yeah. uh, Becky, what's that about? Then I, then I might be looking for a new client. <laughs> yeah. So we first met on LinkedIn, and you're quite yeah. vocal on there. So how is this where you find clients? Like, what's your connection with LinkedIn, or is it just your preferred platform? So LinkedIn, sure, I've been a bit quiet recently and I really need to um, pick that up a bit, actually. But Same, um, actually. Yeah, I just, I like, I'm just a, not a massive Facebook, Instagram user. So LinkedIn I like because A, you can write a lot more. I feel like you can be yourself a bit more as well. And um, yeah, so I, I started, I suppose, posting on LinkedIn a lot earlier in the year, uh, earlier this year. And yeah. Um, I didn't really have a clue what I was doing, but I was just like, I'm just going to keep posting and connecting with people. And uh, yeah, I just kept doing it. And then, yeah, we sort of met, didn't we, through like mutual connections or something and started having a bit of a laugh on there, which is good. Um, yes, we hang around with all the bad influences <laughs> on there. Or we are the bad influences on there. Um, but yeah, I've met, yeah, I've had a couple of clients come through there. So Dr. Wills was one, actually, that came through LinkedIn. But it's a bit of a mixture for me. So a little bit LinkedIn, but I'd say it's also for the pleasure posting on there as well. Just having a bit of fun with it. So in terms um, of copywriting, what got you into that trade? So to be honest with you, just purely because I love writing. So I've done, I've been writing just for enjoyment since I was a kid. I was that annoying kid that would like make stories up and then read them to people in their family and they probably didn't really want to hear about it um <laughs> so I always yeah I just started writing really as a kid loved it um and then I had a published article when I was about 19 18 19 and then that just kind of sparked 
my interest even more. And uh, and then, yeah, throughout my kind of career, I've done a lot of writing and then I've done writing for pleasure as well. And it was actually earlier this year that I just kind of thought like, oh, I just want to work for myself now. I've had enough of working for everyone else. Um, and yeah, I just I just decided at a point that I was like, I'm just going to try and go alone now. Um, so yeah, I kind of made plans from early this year and kind of officially launched about June time. So oh, wow, not, so it's a complete baby. Mm, real baby. Yeah. Ah, so what were you doing previous months. to this then? So I've got loads of experience in sales, um, sales and event management, um, but and writing as well, like copywriting within within it all. Uh, so that's kind of my main background in quite corporate settings, I suppose. I worked for Hotel Chocolat, you know, the chocolate company. I worked for them for a good five years and things. So yeah and then I just kind of it sounds cheesy doesn't it but I had I've had just like this feeling for quite a while that I just wanted to do something on my own and I wasn't really sure 100% what to do and there's always that fear isn't there of money it's like oh, you've got a set income coming in and if you just suddenly you know go alone there's kind of that risk but yeah it just got to the point this year I was like sod it I'm gonna do it and um yeah and and went for it and kind of did worked really hard planning it and everything like that and then kind of officially launched June time so yeah ah, congratulations Thanks so what's the it. grand plans for the business where do you see it going well are you I'm gonna take flying? over the world good <laughs> world domination uh, that's what I say to everyone world domination yeah absolutely um so I I'm really busy already which is amazing um and I really kind of see myself growing a team really so whether it's kind of like a copywriting agency or something um I definitely see in the not too distant future having a team sort of working with me because I think the demand is definitely there and the wellness industry is growing hugely every single year it's like ridiculous how much it's worth and um and also food startups you know, like on LinkedIn you see them everywhere it's amazing it's um it's really cool so yeah it's just they're just growing and growing so I feel like my business is going to grow and grow kind of alongside it um yeah so I'm hoping it's gonna grow within the next year I'm sort of planning things at the moment as to how 2022 is going to look so yeah excited Good. I hope you've yeah. got your 2022 plan ready so there's oh, so many oh come on Becky you need to get it sorted it's important to have it planned before January comes <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing it in December okay well I'll, I'll let you <laughs> yeah <laughs> on the 31st so, oh yeah no 31st of December writing it down on a yeah. little you know beer mat as you're sitting in a pub yeah, yeah I mean yeah. that's pretty much how I have winged winged one winged yeah. the past 20 that's years how most good business plans are written isn't it on a, a beer mat in a pub yeah we can't say bag pack it anymore can we so yeah <laughs> I never smoked so no I'm sorry yeah, no grim no it's disgusting <laughs> um so there's millions and millions of copywriters out in the industry now so what True. sets you apart from everybody else like how do you find um, your ideal clients 
Yeah, so oh God, I've just seen how red I look on the camera. <laughs> you look gorgeous. It's the heat lamp. Um, so I, how do I find my clients? And how do you set yourself apart from the, every other? Yeah. So, do you know what, I think it is, it's really that at this stage, it's just me on my own. So I'm the face of the business and I am the only person they deal with, people deal with. So I think I'm pretty easy to get along with, um, pretty easygoing, like a, a laugh, but then I'm also really passionate about getting the most for my clients. And um, yeah, I think for me, it's just that fact of like gelling with people is a big, big part of it for me. Um, as I say, there's nowhere to hide, I'm on my own. So it's all down to me. So what sets me apart, I think, is is really the is me, and that sounds a bit kind of like up myself, but I don't mean it that way. No, but, I always say that you have to be authentic and yeah. 100% you because the clients are going to see that, like if they yeah. work directly with you. So that's why I show up on every platform exactly how I am because you work yeah. with me one-on-one. You're going to figure that out really quickly. Exactly. There's just no point, is there? What's the, what's the point in running your own business if you can't be yourself? Like it's, so yeah, I definitely think that is a big part of it is that, you know, you just get that connection with certain clients. And um, B, I think the fact that I've got the knowledge there. So I'm genuinely interested and passionate about a lot within the wellness industry and also startup food brands. You know, even before I became freelance, I was following a lot of companies' journeys. That's kind of how I started working with Dr. Wills is because I've been following them for quite a while, just out of interest. So I've got the knowledge there as well. Um, I've got quite a lot of connections. I've built up a really good community within those um, industries as well. And also, I think I'm pretty good at it. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I get very good feedback. I have a lot of repeat clients. Um, so I think it's, it's just the fact that I'm honest, I'm open with people. I'm not trying to screw anyone over. I want to do the best for people. And yeah, I think it's, yeah, kind of that's really what sets me apart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, well, it's the most important thing there, isn't it? Like really understanding the needs of your clients and, mm-hmm. you know, keeping that within your ethos of your business and really understanding, you know, having the right clients makes that super duper easy mm-hmm. as well. Was there a mm-hmm. intentional pull towards the wellness industry or is that just you know an accidental find that you just love working in a niche so I have enjoyed I've enjoyed the wellness industry I suppose without knowing it was the wellness industry so much um for a few years I've been always been very interested in nutrition um fitness you know Jaffa Cakes yeah, Jaffa cakes, red wine, um, all that side of things, tequila. Um, so, yeah, and I just, I'm one of those annoying people that will read up about that sort of stuff in their spare time. So I've always had that interest. Um, and then I've kind of, through that, made a lot of connections within it. And I just thought, well, you know, if I'm going to do my writing, then I want to be writing about things I'm passionate about and I've got knowledge within. So that's why for me, and no offence to anyone that's not in those industries, but 
you know, if someone came to me and asked me to write about computer sales or something, I don't have a foggiest about it. So I'm not the right copywriter for them. You know, it's 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 not my area of expertise. So, um, so yeah, it's just it's just the fact that I have the knowledge and the interest there, and that's kind of what led me to go down that route of focusing on those areas, really. Yeah, story um copywriting so much about storytelling so understanding the idiosyncrasies of the actual industry is massively massively important and it's really funny you say that because I my husband does like has a, a property development company and a gardening um company and whenever I'm trying to help him kind of nurture his story on the like the property bit I can mm. nail because it's my world but anything yeah. to do with gardening and I'm like these words I understand that they should be in a <laughs> sentence but I don't know how to sculpt it because yeah. it doesn't come naturally to me whereas if I'm doing the copy for my own business and something that I know really well it just flows super easily because I know 100%. the story and I know the people I'm talking to yeah and I, I always find it fascinating when you're reading other people's copy because you can see who really understands their client and who really doesn't. Yeah. Did you go through that journey of like the ideal client journey in order to be able to sculpt your message or were you just kind of feeling the way that you felt through it? A hundred percent. I think, do you mean generally kind of with yeah. copy? Yeah, well, for me, I, I very much rely on my feelings like my gut instinct, everything like that. So throughout my whole journey so far, I've kind of not been winging it, but you know, I've not really had a set process in place in terms of my business. I've been kind of just been feeling my way, what feels right, what doesn't feel right, following that kind of instinct. And I think that's the same with clients, isn't it? You know, you're drawn to people that you just connect with and you don't connect with everyone and you're not right for everybody. Um, but yeah, I heavily rely on feelings and things like that, um, when working with people, um, you know, if, if I'm not, if I'm not a good fit for them, then I'm honest about that. You know, I don't, I don't want to take on work just to take on work. It's not fair if I'm not right for them. Um, so yeah, I very much go on feelings. Um, but then obviously when I work with my clients, it's very much about understanding them and understanding how they talk so we spend a lot of time getting to know each other getting to understand how they talk their personality how that needs to come through um so I do I think some copywriters a lot of the time it's kind of like fill in forms fill in forms and I'll write your copy but for me I really like to talk to people quite a lot before I even start writing anything because you have to get their tone of voice if it doesn't sound like them it jumps like you can tell straight away um, you know, I've had people come to me and say, oh, my emails aren't converting or what, why do you think can you look? And I have a look and I'm like, because there is no personality in this whatsoever. Like this could be from anybody. You know, no one would know this is from you. You've got to inject your personality in there. So as a copywriter, you've got to really ensure that you, you get that right. Otherwise... Well, in my opinion, I'm not, not a very good copywriter, you know. Um, but unfortunately, like in any industry, there's a real mixture, isn't that? So, yeah, I mean, I, I just couldn't agree more. I think, you know, I... One, I think it's really important for you as a business owner to 
equally repel people as you do attract people and I think a really good way of doing that kind of um pre-qualifying people into your Mm. world is to just be like who you are so all of my emails are written you know as I would speak rather than you know 100% grammatically correct because Mm. I don't speak grammatically correctly and I it wouldn't flow as if it was me had it been written that way it's the same in you know my copy on my website and my copy on my social media Mm. it has to have my tongue and if anything is written by my team it has to go through me to then be reworded in the way Mm. that I would then speak and that way when people get my emails or any communication with me Mm. they automatically know how they can reply because they know it's me Mm. and they've spoken Mm. to me and they can see Mm. the type of personality that I have you can feel that when like people get hundreds of emails every day and they're only going to open the ones from somebody who is speaking to them as if Mm. it's conversational Mm. and you can feel that when you get that from a company Mm. and you open it and you think this is just a sales email. 100%, yeah. You don't, like, that's one of the key things that I say to people, and I even say it to my clients, like, because obviously I need information from them, what they want me to be writing about, but I'll often say to them, instead of, like, putting it in an email or filling in my form, do it on a voice note. So drop me a voice note and just talk it through to me because that is more key than anything, actually. I can pick up everything then, because, like, like you say, conversational copy I can I can understand how you're talking how you would talk in an email it's like you say it's there's no point writing an email if it sounds like it's coming from a robot you know that's that's not going to build any brand loyalty that's not you know it's people your personality is the one thing that sets you apart from everybody else and if you're not injecting that into your website copy into your emails your social media then you're missing a huge part of your business. And um, and I do a hundred percent think if you if you do work with a copywriter and you read it and you think, oh, that sounds really professional. Well, that's and you know, that's great, but does it sound like you? There's no point in it sounding formal and professional if that's not how you sound, you know, especially if you're the face of your business, like I am, you are, and a lot of people are you know it's got to come across because like you say people people will spot a mile off if you've not written that copy you can see on LinkedIn can't you with some people's posts on LinkedIn you sit and you're like that that doesn't you know that doesn't quite seem like their personality I've seen on their kind of videos or something even if they are just working with a you know a LinkedIn coach I can see how their phraseology changes yeah 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 Yeah, it's yeah you see it a mile off don't you it's just the same kind of like questions or sentences or and you're like "Uh uh-huh yeah seen that before seen that before yeah yeah but 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 I think you know we all need to go through different journeys in our business and I've certainly been through a lot I've been in business for a long time and I have made every single one of those mistakes and it's not Mm. until you kind of make those mistakes and go because it's just you see all of those big dogs and you think oh right okay they're super duper professional so if I start being professional today then I will be them eventually and then you realize 
you know, Sainsbury started on a fruit mall, a fruit stall shouting, you know, two for a pound, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. come on, give yourself yeah, a break yeah. and go through all of the different steps. So. Oh, a hundred percent. And, you know, it's to get a good copywriter isn't cheap as well. And I think with a lot of things, people kind of, you know, will go with people who are cheaper with some things. You, you must get it in your line of work, you know. And it's like, but actually, if you do it, if you if you get your copy done right, you never need to pay for that again unless you change your whole business, you know. That will stand the test of time. You know, whereas if you get it done badly by someone who doesn't understand you, doesn't understand. So absolutely, like everyone starts a journey and you have to give yourself a break. But then sometimes there's some things that you just need to bite the bullet with and invest in and you know to yeah kind of learn from that really oh yeah 100 percent. one of the um offers the programs that we have in our business is you know really helping salon owners kind of realign their business in order to start paying themselves essentially mm. because um 75 of salon owners aren't making any money and they're not paying themselves which is terrifying so <laughs> as oh part of God, our business yeah. i know it's horrific um statistics but um as part of our business one of the one of the programs that we offer is to really get into their business and really kind of align it to make sure that they Mm. are doing the right things and one of the first things that we do is really understand get them to understand the the ideal client journey and then the 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 Mm. customer journey and Mm. you know to get them to fully understand and fully you know kind of embed themselves with that person that they're talking Mm. to and how to speak to them as if they're their best friend it's like it's alien to them and I you know and I try to give that um give the benefit of the experience that I had where it took me forever to get to that stage so Mm. to then kind of bring it to somebody else and for them to go I have no idea what language you're talking about where did this all come from it's really hard for them to kind of take that on and understand that it's not just about I cut hair it's this mm. price because mm. any salon could say I cut hair and it's this price yeah. to get them to understand that people need to get your personality and understand who you are and why mm. they would want to spend up to mm. seven hours of their time in <laughs> yeah. your salon yeah in a just, <laughs> yeah I mean and, and when it starts to click and you can see that it's mm. magic mm. yeah yeah absolutely yeah. You must have those moments all the time when you're working with people and kind of showing them how their business mm. and their personality can come to light. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Like I said to you, you know, there's there's some people who come to me and they're like, why isn't this converting? You know, I, I everything's on there. People are looking at it, but then no one's taking action and things like that. And it's, and that, I suppose the big thing is in copy, people think you've got to be overly salesy. You know, it's like you've got you've got to like hypnotize people to get them to press the button. It's like, well, you want people working with you for the right reasons, right? And I'm not one of those copywriters that thinks you should be like hard sale, hard sale, hard sale. I don't, I just don't think some in like some lines of in some industries maybe that works, but you know, in the wellness industry especially and and startup food brands people fall in love with the personality of the brand or the the individual um so you know 
if you're not salesy in real life, a lot of the times sales will come naturally if you're just yourself. If you know what you're talking about and you're offering what someone needs, you don't need to have a hard pitch on that, you know? And also another thing I think is people feel that they have to like write pages and pages and pages of copy, you know, like, oh, they do it on their website. They repeat themselves again. And you're like, yeah, but you don't know if that's working for them. And you might have a completely different customer. You know, it's, you, you just can't compare it like that. So I'm, I'm one of those people that I'm like, long copy is good in some areas, but also, you know, just be to the point, you know, have your personality in there, but just get the message across and leave it at that. Don't keep going on about the same thing, you know, because you wouldn't do that in a conversation, would you? Well, well, some people know. do, and they're just not people that I hang around with. <laughs> they're not people you go to the pub with, right? No, um, no they're not. So, yeah, yeah, it's, it, it, it is interesting when you see, especially the people that, like you say, they look at their copy, and I'm like, There's, your personality is not in there. You've got this awesome personality. Yeah, if you, if you gave that piece of copy to your family or your friends, would they know that was from you? Would they, you go, oh, that's Denise, that's definitely Denise. You know, if they would go like, no, this could be from anyone, well, they, there you go. Straight up, there's your, there's your issue. <laughs> Is that you just sound like a robot and people are like, oh, sales email. So, you know, so yeah, it's, it's great when you see people realize that and want to inject their personality in there a bit more as well makes such I a actually think difference it, I think it makes life easier as a business oh, owner as well because yeah. if you're not constantly second guessing what you're saying and you're just turning up as you are yeah. it's literally frictionless like yeah. I can yeah. start a live or a video or a podcast or an email or a, a social media post and I don't have to think about it beforehand I just mm write whatever I'm doing or write whatever I'm feeling or write whatever we're working on or write whoever I've just met like Mm -hmm. there is no kind of friction between you know I'm not one of those people that's like what should I be posting about today or Mm -hmm. what should the email be about today like Mm -hmm. I don't have to think about it because no I'm constantly busy I'm constantly meeting people I've got Mm -hmm. a big personality I want people to Mm -hmm. know that you know Mm -hmm. I've I find myself way too funny so I just you know express that <laughs> same as all... me exactly and I think if you are if you get to that level of understanding of who you are and the acceptance of who you are as well like mm. the, I think the top my top tip for people is to not worry about rejection because I think once you get over that then it's really easy to just show mm. up as you are because mm. when people say oh my god she is the worst I'm like my mum's like yeah she is <laughs> like, <laughs> we're, we're cool with it so so should you be but it's you so know, true I, like you have to you just if you're honest about who you are when you show up anywhere for your business you're never gonna slip up you're never gonna say something that might lose you a customer you're never gonna because they know who you are up front like you are honest and open about who you are and if they want to work with you still brilliant if they don't well then you know you've probably saved yourself a headache in a couple of weeks time you know because yeah it's 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 so true and once you kind of accept that and I think that's the problem I had a I've got a client that I work with regularly and she um 
she's like she's quite sassy on her social media how she communicates and I think recently like the penny drops and she was like hang on like I'm not fully being me you know I swear a lot I'm a lot more bolder than I'm being and she was just kind of like you know I'm just going with it now like why am I holding myself back so she's kind of just accelerated and gone like I'm not doing it anymore like this is me and this is how I'm going to be on social media like what's and all this is me you know and she's really fired up and it's amazing now like you can just you can see the difference in her you know before she was great but now like you see and you can really see she's passionate about it like like because she's just being a hundred percent herself now and if that if if that you know turns people away so be it they're not the right people for you are they you know no that needs to happen though because it's pre-qualifying people to be able to work with you in my Mm -hmm. experience yeah if you're not if you don't gel you don't gel there's nothing wrong with it it doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you or your business or, or anything it just means you're not you're not right to work together on a project and that's that's okay it's okay to say no to people it's okay to say I'm not the right fit for this and, and walk away from it. That doesn't make you a bad business person or if you don't want to be doing it, don't do it. Yeah, I completely agree. So right. if people want to work with you, where can they find you? So they can find me on Instagram and Facebook as Rebecca Went Writer. Um, I'm on LinkedIn under Becky Went. You can find me on there, Becky Went Wellness Copywriter. My website is just rebeccawent.com, but it's currently being worked on. So you can submit your email on there if you want to hear more. But otherwise, yeah, I'm on Instagram, Facebook, Rebecca Went Writer, really. Yeah. Awesome. So I end all of the podcasts with the eight mile moment. So I don't give a shit what anyone thinks about me. I love Eminem and he does all of his rap battles by saying the worst things about him. He's skinny, he's white, his mum lives in a trailer so that his (laughs) opponent can't say anything bad back to him. So Becky, what are the worst things about you? Um, I am stubborn as hell. Stubborn as hell and opinionated. (laughs) I don't understand what you're saying. They're not bad traits. (laughs) like yeah seriously stubborn as hell and that's backfiring on me now massively having a two-year-old daughter oh god you think two's bad you wait until they're 14 oh Oh, my god I just didn't understand that a two-year-old could be as sassy and strong-minded as she is (laughs) I was like no they're meant to be cute right cute (laughs) when they're asleep yeah yeah Yeah. exactly um, yeah 100 yeah teenage years god but um yeah definitely stubborn and opinionated you just have to keep remembering which is what I have to keep remembering that um when they're older and they're strong it will all be worth it until then you just have to drink heavily <laughs> yeah well knit the red wine <laughs> But yeah, no, hundred percent. You you want to bring up strong women in the world, so I wouldn't have it any other way, even if it does cause me a few headaches. Oh my god! Don't worry. I mean, if I've managed to keep them alive until they're fourteen, then you Just will hope. be absolutely fine. There's <laughs> hope for us all. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being on the podcast, oh, Becky. Pleasure. I've loved every minute, and it's nice to see you finally.
I know, and you. And as always, if anyone else wants to be on the podcast or you want to sponsor a podcast, you can contact us at podcast at find-surveyors. Say goodbye.